Hey everybody and welcome to episode 135 of the Revive Yourself podcast. Here we go. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Have you got a health issue that just won't go away no matter what you try? Then welcome to the Revive Yourself podcast, where we reveal the secrets to long-lasting health by getting to the root cause of problems that no one else is talking about. So you can have more energy, clear skin, healthier hair, a leaner physique, more confidence, and most importantly, do the things you love and live the life you deserve. Here's your host, Ryan Martin. So guys and girls, welcome back to the show episode 135 um news on the book just got it through proofreading it and it will be out very very soon so when that comes out i will be obviously putting posts on instagram facebook on my site and when that'll be out and um yeah it's gonna be i can't wait for you to get your hands on it it's uh looking good and um yeah, just a couple of little changes and then we're bang, it should be out and ready to rock and roll. So the book is out imminently, which, you know, it's been a long road, but finally we got there. Um, before we get onto today's show, as always, let's go through a, f- a few things. Um, if you're looking for top quality supplements and heading over to www.reviveyourself.co where we've got a whole host of different things from the Finchley Clinic, from Evolution Organics, from Ancient Purity, for example. If you're looking for a the best all-round product on the market by none, if you go to Evolution Organics um, link and we've got the Living Fuel Supplement there, two scoops of that is the equivalent of $260 worth of organic produce. It is the best all-round product on the bar- market by none. Um Ancient Purity, for example, we've got some great stuff there, as well as the, the pearl powder, which if you're looking for anything that's going to help your skin get rid of blemishes, redness, help you internally, it's very, very powerful. Um, going to be adding lots more to the, to the, to the shop as well. And anyone looking for quality stuff, um, in terms of the colon cleansing, we've got a really good product from the Finchley Clinic is in the oxygen, oxygen, no, it's called Oxy Powder. It's an oxygen based, um, or it's some magnesium oxide based bowel cleanser, which allows us to flush the colon. And, you know, a healthy colon means a healthy person. So lots, lots going on there. Obviously, if you're heading over as well, we've got the link there for our Aquaterra, um, whole house filtration systems, um, for one, two, three or four bed houses hard or soft water click on the link there you're going to get the best whole house filtration systems on the market bar none you're going to get rid of 99.9% of all impurities and nasties heavy metals toxins parasites etc and we've also got a link to our Aries Tech EMF blocking devices and 5G blocking devices which if you know anything about me and the Vive Yourself brand and if you haven't, you know, go and listen to my interview with Dr. Deborah Davis. That's just put into uh, Revive Yourself with Ryan Martin, Dr. Deborah Davis, D-E-V-R-A Davis. Listen to that podcast. You understand the importance of blocking these EMF um, EMF signals, radiation, and five G. Um, really, really important. If you go to Ac- um, if you go to Aries Tech, there actually you'll get the best on the market. And we'll be adding more to our shop as just once this book's done, the shop's going to get uh, more expensive. So you'll be able to get a whole whole host of things underneath the Ryan recommends banner. Um, and yeah, there's going to be uh, yeah. I can't wait for you to get your hands on the book. Just going back to it. It's taken a bit of time to get out there, but I'm really looking forward to you guys and girls getting your hands on it. Um, so today's show is back with another episode with 
my main man, Jens Robinson. He's a phenomenal coach. Um, he does a lot different when it comes to movement, getting people to move in the right in the right way, um, injury prevention, and yeah, he's just he's just great when it comes to. He deals with a lot of athletes. He actually he coaches uh, other trainers. He's got lots going on. And today we just wanted to talk about the the issue that a lot of people have in overtraining or pushing too hard and the negative impacts it can have on the body and how the mind is an essential player in this particular issue. So without further ado, here's the interview with Jens. Uh, I'll see you on the other side and uh, yeah, enjoy. So we're, ready. we're rocking and rolling. We're rocking and rolling, bro. Yeah, here we go. We're in the. Uh, we're in the studio. We're in the studio. We're in the. We're in the. Uh, the mobile studio. <laughs> mate, mate, you're moving up in the world, eh? Last time we recorded was in. Uh, in uh, what was it in your bedroom? No, it's in my. It's in my office. No, I thought it was your bedroom. No, it's a bed in there because I like to have a little sleep. Oh uh, yeah, it's working my, hard, mate. Working it's hard. not actually my bedroom. Um, you know, the view is nice. It depends what bedroom you're talking about, mate. We've got multiple ones. Oh, uh, wow. no, I'm joking. Oh, no. Wow. no, no, no. We're not. We're not. Well, we're it's not a here family to do that. show. It's we're not a family here, show. We're not here to do that. Yeah, yeah. It's a family show. <laughs> anyway, right. mate. Anyway, it's. Uh, here at the Clisthold Clis Park climbing wall with the castle, just finished a good bit of climbing, and uh, my arms are absolutely in pieces. Yeah, man, I thought you'd have a little bit more stamina in those forearms of yours. Right? <laughs> oh, you didn't last very was, long at all. I thought it was a family show. Eh? I thought it was a family show. I don't show. know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm just saying, I thought you were stronger than that. Oh, mate, I'm very strong. I haven't done that for a while. Cool. It was uh, interesting. It's the first time I've done the, uh, what does it call it? The, the automatic? Auto belay. 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 Yeah, the first time I've done the belay. It's pretty um yeah it's pretty like high. 15 meters it's pretty cool man it's it's really challenging because it gets it gets past that comfort zone like for everyone and then mm. you got to trust your life in a machine oh yeah anyone who hasn't done it like if you've if you fall off this machine sort of catches you and just winches you down quite slowly um but that first time you jump off and you think <laughs> this machine better be working because <laughs> yeah, yeah. it actually is i mean if you fall from that height you're going to be in a pickle yeah yeah I think the funny thing is, is also how many times you fell today at the, even though at the this bottom. thing was slowing you down. Oh uh, no, when I hit the, hit the, hit the, um, deck, I thought that as soon as my foot touched, the thing was just going to stop. And then it, <laughs> it didn't, and I was ended up on the floor. Uh, it's quite fun. I actually got a nice, uh, yeah, I've actually got, got, got a few nice bumps and bruises from that. But, oh man, it's like playing rugby again, all uh, over again. Not, Talking about rugby. Not quite, yeah. This is, this is recording pre World Cup final. Let's mm. just face it. South Africa's got it. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a cracking game. But England, England played their their final a week too early, and everyone says the English are arrogant. I had to stop you straight then and there. <laughs> Cast to come straight out. No, I've, I said before, like we, I've never actually seen us play better than that. That was an apps the a performance last week, two thousand three team. Everything I've never seen anyone do that to New Zealand. Anyone like. They only try their scores from obviously our mistake. We we nailed them in the first half. I never seen anything like it. And um, and it was I, phenomenal. I, I, I just I, and then again, I'm so happy you beat Wales because if Wales went to the final, anything can happen in the final. If they win against England in the final, that would have been unbearable. Yeah, I mean that game, England New Zealand semi final, that was phenomenal. That was just like whoever won that game, it didn't matter. Like rugby was the winner that day. It was a spectacle of like, of just sheer, like professional 
athleticism. I've never seen anyone do that to New Zealand though. Like, they didn't even they didn't have phases. They didn't have the ball. I've never seen anyone do that to them. Even when we beat them a couple of times, uh, we brought them a couple of times when we was in New Zealand in 2002 and maybe in 97 we drew with them. It was like get back and forth. They didn't really have any foothold. And that just goes to show like, it's just meant, I mean, it's one thing that we, England, have got that I think a lot of the other Northern Hemisphere nations haven't got is that belief that we can beat you guys. Whereas like, the Welsh, Scottish and Irish, like traditionally, mm. when it comes against you, they mentally have a block. Mm. Uh, they can beat us because they hate us a lot. <laughs> well, they use that. Well, well, yeah. <laughs> they, they do. I mean, everyone hates us. It's fine. But they also, yeah. they sort of know, because they play us a lot as well, they're sort of more comfortable with us. They think they can beat us. Whereas with you, it's maybe once a year they play. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, um, but it should be a great, it should be a great final. I think uh, if we, I mean, if we play anywhere like that, then it, I mean, we can win quite comfortably. But, it's never that simple in sport. Anything can happen. You get Anything on the ball on the ball of early doors, and mm-hmm. so I'm going to sit preferably on the fence. But um, yeah. still, well, listen, like, still know, think that we can we can win it. But yeah, so can you. Well, so I can think you. I think I think the funny thing is being South African, living in the UK, like with you guys and football, it's like with the World Cup, the whole country shut down because of the World Cup, and you mm-hmm. guys are like, oh, the cup's coming home. It's coming home. It's coming home. Whereas now with the rugby, like. You, no one even knows. Whereas in South Africa, the whole country's going to shut down. Oh, no, they will. They do know. They oh, do know. Very hardly people talking about it. Really? Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm surprised. Really? You think? I can't. Yeah. I mean, 2003 was a big deal. When we see the, see the, see the uh, parade we had, like, I think... I think it's a Saturday because World Cup. You probably notice it more shut down because in the World Cup in football, a lot of the games are on weekdays as well. Whereas we've played mainly Saturdays, and so it seems like everyone's just going about their business. Like last week when we played, when we won, it was pretty, pretty. Dude, intense. I'm in my gym and people aren't talking about it. Really? Yeah, it's different. Anyway, anyway, it's going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be great. That's um. Different. Well, talking talking about talking about that. Uh, talking about why we're even here at the Clarenmore. You were saying, you uh, we said to me a, f- f- a few moments ago, like you see it as like your form of meditation, like some some sort of movement you can do that isn't straining your body. And something we want to talk about today was you know people overtraining and thinking they've yeah, got to yeah. really work themselves into the ground to get the body they want, mm. um, and it can lead to uh, lead to ill health and something that you and got yourself tested for the other day which I think would be quite cool to talk about so people because even someone like yourself you know who's into into health very good movement patterns like phenomenal coach helps people get themselves stronger more flexible um, dropping body weight because of your background in sort of like professional sports where it's sometimes like in the male environment where even when you're feeling that sort of tiredness, you still continue to go through and also having your own business and stuff, you know, it can be something that's quite hard, mm. but how that can like have an impact on, on your health, you know, sometimes having to, that's why even coaches need coaches sometimes, right? To mm. someone to say, oh, yeah. man, it's time to take a step back. Yeah. I mean, I mean, this is a, this is a great topic. I think fundamentally, you know, from the start, like I'll tell you now, like I, I deal with so many, I deal with so many, coaches that you know personal trainers that come see me and once we start having having the discussion and start assessing their their business their life their training nutrition their health you just realize they're just burnt out they're just burnt out and they're chasing this like this weird sense of like i'm doing good but actually it's just self-harm um 
and they treat they treat themselves with no compassion. So one of the big things I do is I try and just deal with the mindset towards what exactly are you training for? Like for so many people, they don't even know the answer to that question. You know, I heard this amazing analogy the other day when uh, when a coach was questioned by 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 one of my mentors. He was like, you know, what are you programming for? He's like, oh no, I want to get this. Like, I want to get another five kilos on my deadlift. He's like, for what? Why? And he he had this he had this thought. He was like, you should be programming for the next forty years, not the next four weeks. You know. Like, how are you programming for that? And I, I found that quite thought-provoking. And a, a lot of the time, what I do when I take clients on, is the first thing I do is I, I try and teach them how to slow down. But telling someone to slow down, a lot of the time they go, oh, I'm fine, I'm fine. I'll just take more coffee and I'll just crack on. So I have certain protocols where I'll get them to do such a vast amount of work in a, in a session, but all these movements will force you to slow down and breathe. So imagine a workout, let's say, where you did like a 500-meter row into Turkish get-ups, into handstand wall walks, into a bear crawl, into walking lunges. All these movements require a rhythmic breathing pattern. If you don't, you'll blow up. You'll blow up and you'll be face down on the floor. Now, for people that train too much, that's one of the best little tools you can use just to go, listen, unless you slow down and focus on your breathing, you're going to blow up. And every time you take someone on that trains far too much and tries to go way too hard and like imagine like a car and you're going red line every time, mm-hmm. the moment you take someone on like that and, they, and you try and encourage them to do this protocol, one or two things are going to happen. Either they don't make it past 90 seconds because the lactic threshold hits and they just hit the wall and they're like, what's wrong with me? Why am I so shit? Or they breathe, they slow down, they find this this rhythm where they go, I can actually perform here. And they end the session leaving like they've they've trained. Not drained, trained. Mm-hmm. There's a very, very different yep. philosophy there. And I think um I think that's a big thing with so many people. It's like more is not better. More is hundred percent not better. People I mean, think that that's one of the things, right? Like even yeah. in nutrition, like they think, Oh, <laughs> it's like I know people oh one green drink must be good, so I'd have ten. It's like it doesn't yeah. work that way. No, it doesn't, right? And like you know, you need to, you need your body, like, phomesis, right? Like, there needs to be a, mm-hmm. a level of of stress, of course, but there needs to be a level of recovery. And I think so many people are going so much into, like, I need to fucking stress my, stress my system out, but then it's just too much. It becomes, as you would always say, toxic. Like, the load becomes too much. So, a big thing, a big thing is, like, encouraging people, like, with my remote clients that I, I work with, um, several gym owners, things like that, the way I the way I kind of go to terms with it is like there's going to be days where you're going to feel fresh and you're going to feel recovered and you've prioritized sleep for a couple of days hydration like things feel good on that day we can go pretty hard if you feel like you 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 feel great and you're good to go and that go hard we have go hard sessions with some with certain individuals I'll I'll allocate a we call it a go to war day. So it might be like a heavy deadlift session where you might have to find like a, a heavy three rep max within 12 minutes or something like that. But but that's that's the moment of stress and then everything else dials back down. And his session, this, you know, like one, one guy in particular, I might give him one go to war session a week and then the rest of the week is just getting him to move and breathe. It's very different to 
testing yourself every day to a limit. You know, you couldn't do that in a car. Imagine every day you got in your car and you drove it as hard as you could to see how fast it could go. Wouldn't last very long, would it? And people are doing that because they think that caffeine is going to get them there. I've made the mistake. I've just recently done it again. I did it with, with training many years ago after coming from a pro rugby background and thinking that, uh, you know, I need to train that hard all the time. But my lifestyle wasn't as controlled as it was being a pro rugby player. Like, it's easy if you're sleeping 10 hours a day and getting all your meals fed on a platter and you don't have to do anything. But now you've got business, family, kids, um, you know, training, all the rest of it. It's it's, it's not the same, right? And um, so many years ago, I put myself in a hole from, like, training too hard and I learned from my mistakes and hence why I go, I've gone down this route with clients. And then uh, I've recently just done it, but without... I mean, I knew I knew it was costing something because my caffeine intake was turning into one a day to like, oh my word, I just need one more just to get me through this thing mm. or one more to get another. And it was funny because I just bought my family home, you know, a, a, a home for my family that needed renovation. I was going to do all the renovations myself, which is, a, a, you know, I'm so blessed to have the skills to be able to do that. Um and the money I saved in order to do it was incredible and it was a great journey. But I did a full renovation of a, of a, of a house, full remodel, rewiring, replumbing, everything in seven weeks and still running two businesses. And like I, I was like head down getting it done and now I look back three months later and I'm still broken from it. What goes up must come down, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, I was talking about the brownout phase. It's like it's like my farmers hate that brat. The word brownout. You say that around, and they start to like pull faces like brownout. Where the sun's been too much, no water. What happens? You get brownout. No, nothing grows, and so mm. you can't be in summer all the time. You need to have the the regulation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. So you know, and I think I think it's it, it's natural to you know like hard work. And like work ethic is a an, an incredible like um, it's a respectful thing to have, right? Like a lot of people look up to that and respect that. But I think there needs to be a lot said for how well you recover as well, and how well you look after balance. I think I think I respect that more now more than anything. It's something that I've really put put into my life with my family, having two young young kids. Like I'm there more. Um, you know, I've managed to get my personal training business down to only working one night a week. Like, how, you know, it's taken me 10 years to get there, but how many trainers can say that they only work in the mornings and they make, you know, they do what they need to do, you know? Um, you know, it's it's rare, right? I mean, yeah, and that was my That was my drive. Like, I wanted to be home at dinner with my kids every night and be able to sit around a table and have a conversation. 100%. Mate, it's, it's huge. Family time is... Uh, you said a few things. that You mentioned hormesis. There's people that don't know what that is. It's just, a, just enough of a toxic load to give the body strength. Um, it's like just a little bit of the poison, um, which is some, something that... So they, actually, Dan Butin mentions it in his book... Um, yeah, in his book, The Blue Zones, you know, one of the 12 or 13 things all the people in the blue zones do is they have a, a little bit of alcohol every night. The men have two drinks, women have one, and, and it gives the body a hormesis uh, effect. In terms of alcohol, it actually makes them stronger through that. Um, and you mentioned, like, train, don't drain. And I think that's huge. Like, people shouldn't be in the gym unless they think they can outperform themselves 1% to 3% more than the day before. And 
you know, in this world, I've mentioned it a lot on this podcast, it's almost like a badge of honour today to be completely exhausted and, you know, oh, I got up, I got it done, I'm getting up early, I'm finishing later. Well, that's great and until one day you get a chronic illness or cancer. And it's like, this is what we're trying to avoid. As you said there, another thing you said was great, try and pro- programme for the next 40 years. So unless you're a sportsman or Olympic athlete and you know you're, you're programming for your... um you're programming for your your specific sport on the weekend, etc. Even then, though, I'd say you have elements in in your program that's going to help you be. Like, you don't want to get to a 40, 50, 60 years old and not be able to move. So, even if you're a sportsman, have elements of stretching, mobilization, rest, recovery. Make that like if you're training a lot, make that priority too. And for most people out there, you know, you're not. How many people actually want to get on the stage at Olympia? Or like, is having a six pack really? going to change your life that much how about being lean healthy happy being able to move and actually have a functional body <clears throat> i think it's amazing how much people can say ask any person who's done a show like a um i was just gonna get greg on here actually he's done a show he talks about getting prepared for like a bodybuilding show and he said look i looked fantastic and I, but i felt horrific and mm. that's uh, a sign of time some people will try to, to beat their body up and look most people they're so stressed that the body actually goes in into a survival mode it starts holding on to water holding on to body fat because it doesn't know when it's going to need it and your hormones are out of balance and you burn your adrenals out um <laughs> all of a sudden you can't digest food properly you're not sleeping your, your libido goes down your mm. your fat starts coming on and all of a sudden you're in a state where oops this isn't what wasn't what i wanted when sometimes you just step back and yeah, you're just in a flight state the whole time yeah in a fight fight and flight rather than rest of cover a lot of my clients that come to me i say look but i don't want you to do anything at the moment you haven't even got enough energy to heal let alone to start doing strenuous exercise mm. and i said it's going to be hard especially for type a person like ourselves mm. who like to train who have been in that, that situation but train or do some walking or go and do, you do some qi, um, qigong or, or we do um, tai chi walking maybe getting in for a sauna doing things you know that are going to be like movement things that are going to make you like um, allow you still to be in your parasympathetic nervous system and here are not stressing the body because you know it depends on what you're doing if you are going through some sort of health issue, then you need to give your body the energy and let you use the energy it needs to heal. Whereas if you're not, cool, train hard, but then do the things you need to rest hard and recover. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, you may not have an issue now, but keep doing it and you will have one. Absolutely. I think, um, I think, I think fundamentally it all boils down to like, we spoke about it earlier when we were climbing about identity, right? Like, oh, very good. Yeah. You know, so, you got to be very clear, like like when it comes to setting goals, a lot of people just are focused on the outcome. So they're focused on like, okay, I want to lose three kilos, or I want to, I want to have a six pack, or I want to do this or do that, or, you know, whatever your goal. And like, it's not like it's not our job to say that your goal is shit or not. Um, you know, we just no, no. We, we just got a position. Is that right for you? I don't care what goal it is. Yeah, go mm. for it. Like, but then. You know, people are focused on outcome, but we need to go. We need to go levels deeper. The the next level, you know, James Clear talks about this really well. You know, talks about the three three circles. Like circle one is obviously the outcome. That's the outer circle. That's like okay, let's focus on the goal. The next level is the process, right? So like, what process is required for you in order to achieve said goal? But then let's go even deeper, and we talk about the identity. Who do you need to be? in order to get said goal, mm-hmm. all right? And that's what that's what fundamentally is where a lot of people go wrong, is they're trying to be this elite athlete 
right? So their, their, their identity is they think they want to be this elite athlete, but then they don't do the process, and then the outcome doesn't ever come, right? Because it's all wrong. Or they've got this focus on this outcome, right? I want to be, you know, this elite athlete. You don't do the process, and when you look at your identity, you're like, actually, I don't want to be that person. That's not who, who I am, Well, you know? what you said to me in there was really important as well because, you know, I think a lot of people... They don't. No, I said. I said to you. You know. You don't do healthy things to become a healthy person. Mentally, you make the choice of I'm a healthy person. Then the healthy things come naturally. Yeah. And your analogy explaining what you said about the smoking is really, really, really true as well. Yeah. So, like, you know, again, great reference is like, uh, you know, if you were at a party and you were trying to quit smoking, and a friend handed you a box of cigarettes and said, "Do you want one?" If you remarked and said, "Oh no, thank you. I'm trying to stop." versus no thank you i don't smoke there's two very ident- uh, different identities there you know and for the you latter, and for the person isn't yeah it? and for the latter you know that person doesn't smoke he's not he's not recognized as a smoke anymore he doesn't recognize himself as a smoke anymore because he's changed his identity um you know and that's something i do when i take clients on is i'll i'll sit down i'll be like right this is where you're at now this is you know like like they say one of my one of my best uh, clients of late, who's completely transformed the whole thing. Her relationship with exercise completely changed. She went from extreme over exerciser, training way too hard, doing things way too fast, and she's hypermobile, so she didn't really earn the right to do that. Mm. Um, to slowing everything down, getting much better connection with the body and relationship with exercise. And I sat down with her and I said, right, we know what old Katie was like. Now, how are we going to sh- describe new Katie? Mm. Let's just write it down. So I made her bring in a notebook. And I remember she cringed. She was like, I'm not going to write this down in front of you. I was like, just try it. I think it's a great practice. Let's try it. It's a great exercise. It's super rewarding. Anyway, so we sat down. We described what new Katie's going to be like. New Katie's going to walk daily. New Katie's going to prioritize her health. New Katie's going to prioritize her sleep. She's going to go to bed a little bit earlier each night, things like that. And we described what this new Katie will look like. And at the end, we filtered it down to just like four or five words that really made sense to her and made sense to what new Katie is going to be like. And we've now been on a journey for six, seven months where she came to me post um, serious back injury from doing Olympic weightlifting and heavy sandbag carries and shit like that in a really shit class environment. Uh, in a gym class environment to me and, and, and a great osteopath working closely together and rebuilding her from the inside out. And like originally, if I told you that, I would have said inside out being from her core and like fixing her core and all the rest of it. That's obviously the, you know, the nuts and bolts of it. But we worked, we worked in the top six inches as well. Mm, huge. You know, because we needed to change what, what that meant. This is why I always say the programs that we do, I might have said the 16 weeks because I want to, not just change someone physically, but mentally as well. I want to understand, like, because this is why people go, it's why people do like, seven day things and stuff like that. It doesn't last because they're doing it for a short period. That's not who they are. Yeah. When you start becoming a person, it's different. Then you, it's just who you, like for me, I talk about it quite a lot. Taking my own field in a plane doesn't bother me because it's just what I do. Like getting my lemon juice in the morning, my milk thistle, and doing all the things that we do, you know, infrared saunas, just staying away from certain things, not having my phone in my pocket ever. Like it's just who I am. Mm. It's not like, and it's not a problem because 
it's just the way I do things. Whereas if you're like, I'm doing it for a short period of time and you go backwards, no one, everyone gets ill again because Correct. they go back to doing the same, same yeah. things. And what you said there about uh, Katie as well, a lot of people need to understand as well. If you've been in the extreme, uh, someone who works to the, work out to the, works out to the extreme and you've been having low calories, etc. If you start to what the term is like reverse dieting and reverse living your life. So you start prioritizing health and you do, maybe don't work out, maybe work out three or four times a week rather than seven. And you have days where you're going for walks and you're prioritizing like saunas and massage and you're getting to sleep better. You may go through a little bit of a period where when you're undulating your diet and undulating your exercise, you might put a little bit of weight on. Just as the body starts to release its stress, okay, that it might go through a period of this for maybe a few weeks or a month. Then that weight will start to gradually come off as the body starts to get, get its hormones and its balance back in, in where it wants to be in equilibrium. Happens quite a lot. And so people will stop. It's like a lot of people stop doing the things because they think, oh, I'm putting weight on. Same, same thing happens when people go through a healing crisis, which sometimes their symptoms get a bit better. Uh, sorry, a bit worse before they get better. No skin outbreaks. Um, um, having no mental clarity. They might have like, um, inflammation might have cravings these things get a bit worse before they get better and then the body it starts to, to function because you actually start to give the body the situation it needs so just just be, be aware of that anyone listen to this who is thinking oh actually that's me i want to try and start doing healthy practices if you start to feel a bit worse or put a little bit of weight on when you do this stick with it your body will adapt it will change yeah i think i think ultimately like you know how long did it take you to learn how to walk Mm. baby how long did it take you to learn the alphabet like you didn't get sick overnight you didn't get sick in the seven days or 28 day program you're not going to get you know you're not going to get healed in 28 days you know you're not going to i mean you'll feel better but if you go straight back to who you were then you'll put yourself straight back to where you were what are you talking about there it can be quite a big thing to what working on the top six inches is huge here because two things i want to mention here one it's like you said having that goal you know People work all their life and they realize that their ladder was up against the wrong wall, you know, because they, they, they think, oh, looking this way and stuff is going to make me better. And they get there and they're like, it's not. It's like they say, success is getting what you want. Happiness is wanting what you get, mm. right? And that's big difference, yeah? Big difference. Massive. And the other thing is, sometimes it can be very hard for people to change their identity because they feel like they're going to lose their friendship groups. Mm. They're going to lose maybe certain family members because they're not doing the things they used to. And they've always been like maybe they've been overweight they've always been like the overweight one who tells the jokes or whatever and it's hard sometimes for them to get rid of that because they think oh people won't like me if i change you know because mm. other people because they see you as a certain way as well they can start to do things to sabotage you because they don't want you to get you know they say like sometimes by getting becoming better it makes other people look at themselves and they don't like people getting better yeah. so it, it's much more of a complex issue than people sometimes give it credit mm. for you've got to really want it and all the people I know that go through this, the one thing they have in common, the one people that li- people that don't give a fuck and they generally have their own businesses and they do their own thing and they're always working on self-improvement is they really, they care more about their well-being and who they want to be than everyone else's opinion of them, if that makes sense. Yeah. Not caring about other people's think. Everyone does because at the end of the day we're, we're hier- like built into that. The brains have got that mammalian brain's got the part where we care about hierarchy, hier- the hierarchy because we don't want to get extradited from the herd. But to be who you really want to be, you've actually got to break down those social paradigms. And I think 
it's great for the person to do it as well, but you need to understand it, the challenges that come with it. Because um, yeah. it is challenging. It is challenging, but the thing is, I think something I always say to my clients is going to sound very wishy-washy, but at the end of the day, you've got to love yourself first. 100%. You gotta love yourself first. No one um, else is gonna love you for like no one else is gonna love yeah. you. And I, I'll tell you what, for a lot of people, you know, they'll they'll you know they'll mock you, they'll ridic- ri- you know they'll ridicule you in the beginning, you know they they might sabotage your your journey, but you gotta stay true to you and give yourself the love that it needs and be compassionate to yourself, and what will actually happen in return most of the time is eventually it'll rub off, it'll, it'll rub off on other people. It might not happen originally. And, uh, you know, in the start, what they see in you changing is what they wish they could do. And that's why they try and make it worse for you. Yeah. Because they want, they want you to stay at their level. 100%. And as you transcend to another level, you know, the people that love you and, 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 and want to be in your life that you want in your life, they'll come up to your level. Mm. And if they don't, that's okay. That's okay. You just show them love and you hope that one day they do. It says, and that's yeah. the bottom line. You, you gotta know? sometimes understand people might be coming in out of your life, and you leave. Like it's not like you're, you're, you're changing who you are. It can be quite hard for other people. And you said before, so also the first they laugh, then they follow. And and you said it's hard because it's like whoever's the highest energy person in the room is that rubs off on people. And it doesn't matter if you're really happy, outgoing, confident person likes different things and you're surrounded by nine people that aren't, you know, it's much easier to get dragged down to their level than it is to, to raise them up. Mm, but mm. it's like women, you know, if you get four women that live with each other, whoever's the most dominant w- woman in that group, everyone's periods will sink to her. Mm. Everyone's with women. And so like me and you, for example, if I'm healthier than you, then when we're together, you'll actually be feeding into my to my energy. If people don't understand, it's like plugs and sockets. And so... You've got to be very, very power, like mentally strong, uh, energetically strong person to be around people that are negative and still keep the person you are. And it sometimes it it can it can be it can be draining. But as you said before, the vision, the goal for what you want and who you want to be, that's huge because if you don't have any values, it's easy to stay stuck in your nightmare. Mm. Once you've got values and a dream of where you want to go, you can keep on looking and go. Well, that's where I want to go. This is what I'm doing it for, and it gives everything more purpose. Yeah, and like you know. You- the biggest thing is a lot of people wait for motivation, right? They wait for this this mo- like moment of mo- motivation where you're like, oh, I'm good to go now. The best thing I say to my clients, I always kind of get a little giggle from as well, is like motivation is a bit like a fart. Like sometimes they stick and it's like really good, but it never really lasts, right? Essentially, you need to be inspired by your own vision and your own story. And you need inspiration to pull you forwards to where you want to go. Mm-hmm. That's the key. So your vision of who you want to be, the next version of you, that needs to be clear enough that you are constantly pulled towards that. Because then it's not a question of discipline. It's a question of love. How much do you love the thought of that person? How much do you love the thought of loving yourself a little bit more and serving yourself? It's not discipline. It's love. So that the next time you are, let's say, tempted by, I don't know, simple example, the cake that is full of everything known you know everything bad that you should not eat at this time let's say for for instance rather than going oh i'm going to be disciplined and i'll have it just go well does my new person really want that right now does a healthy ryan really want that no healthy ryan wouldn't even notice that would he that's it's, not for him no it's it's 100 and it's changing that 
it's changing these I always say to people instead of even like try and treat yourself like someone that you love for example if your mum or sister or daughter or even your pet people treat their pets but then they treat themselves you know if they were ill and they had a disease or whatever how would you treat them would you feed them the best food would you make sure they had the right adequate rest would you make sure they were sleeping properly or would you make sure that they had the clean like good water and were getting the sunlight and we're doing maybe getting saunas like you of course you would you'd like you'd prioritize their health mm. and try to treat yourself like someone like someone that you love yeah, i think it's I, a big i love move. this i it's it's so funny you say that uh because it's something that I, I i say a lot to my clients as well um in a different kind of way i'll be like you know how so many people will will say to themselves come on you fat bastard come on you so shit come on you can do better it's like I always say to I always say to my clients who talk like that. I'll be like, if you, if adult you was talking to child you right now, would you speak to child you like that? Oh, that's brilliant. I like that. Would you? No, no, no it's great, great energy. I like yeah. that. Yeah, you wouldn't say it. You'd go, come on, mate, you're doing great. You can do, you can just do a little bit better, just a little bit better, and you got this. That's it. The best thing I say to my clients is, you got this. That's it. I don't scream. I don't shout. I, I don't believe in that. Like obviously, I might say you got this a little bit louder, but that's 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 besides the point. At the end of the day, you just need you just need adult you to say to child you, you've got this. Like certain certain always say like analogy that I mean I, I love that a certain analogy I always remember with this is you know you catch more bees with honey than vinegar, but sometimes people do need to kick up the bum. And as a coach, you need to know that that time and in certain personalities, the majority of people you know they are doing their best. And it's got to change, shift their mentality around it. And hundred percent, you're right there, my man. Like we do, I think humble. It's the statistics are ridiculous. Like we have ninety plus thousand thoughts a day, and like ninety five percent of them are negative. Well, yeah. And so like. If you're talking to someone else like that the whole time, how would they feel? And it's it's because we're always like, are we good enough? Are we like mm. good looking enough? Are we are we friendly? Like, are we yeah, yeah like making enough money mind, or whatever? Mindset, yeah. yeah, always say like one of the things I've taken on. And it's been a game changer for me the last five six years was stop worrying about everyone else and just concentrate on yourself because if you couldn't compare yourself to everyone else it's like you're always going to be like oh, I should be doing more. But where were you yesterday? Compare yourself to where you were, and. And I mean, it's a bit of bit of a like a cliche, but it's like winners winners focus on winning, losers focus on winners. Yeah, mm. and I always feel like people that are always comparing or saying, "Oh, he's doing this." It's like good luck to him. I was like, "Great, mm. what are you doing?" Like, just concentrate on your business. My business grew, and my 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 sort of like uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? My sort of reach grew. The more I just thought, but it's five years ago when I stopped thinking about everyone else and just start concentrating on myself. That's the alarm going off. So like. Um. Yeah. So, like, it's a huge one. So, what would you just how you, how would you finish this up, gents? Yeah, I mean, fundamentally, I think I think this conversation went went in all different directions today. It was awesome, but I think fundamentally, you know, people listening to this, I think the most important thing is give yourself a fucking break. Tell yourself you're fucking awesome. Look yourself in the mirror. I mean, have you seen the movie Cool Runnings? Yeah, I see pride. I, I see, see power. power. I see a badass bad mother. You don't take no shit from nobody. Yeah, you need to go and do that to yourself <laughs> in the mirror, and then go walk, walk your day, chest held high, nice and tall, and just rock your day full of love and compassion for yourself. And I think if you do that, you're gonna head in the right direction. 
junior bevel, you're one badass motherfucker. Yeah. Awesome, mate. Awesome. Yeah. Jens, thank you very much, my man. You're very welcome. Thanks for thanks for having me, bro. No worries. So that was the interview with Jens Robinson, episode 135. I hope you we covered some really good stuff there, I think, you know, because it's really easy to be in our head, always think we've got to keep pushing and pushing and pushing and never give ourselves a chance to to actually just find balance. It's something I deal with a lot of people. I get so many messages through all the time on Facebook, Instagram, and, you know, people ask about this, that, and the other. And they don't understand it's a lot of it's lifestyle, mental, emotional issues, and never giving themselves a break. One of the things that we do in our programs, although we look at, obviously, nutrition, we look at uh, supplementation, we also look at exercise and slowing down a lot of people are pushing far too hard for far too long and then they wonder why they get ill or they burn out and so it's a very real issue that needs to be tackled and you say before <laughs> rowing i'm actually going to put this out rowing the boat harder doesn't it just doesn't doesn't make a difference if it's heading in the wrong direction you know and it's something that a lot of people need to understand um both professionally and personally and getting the body you want isn't always having got to push harder. And at the day, having a body looks a certain way, but if it's broken, then there's really no point of having it. And it's really good to talk to someone like Jens, who's still um, in the trenches dealing with a lot of clients when it comes to actually training them, um, because it, it it just shows that you know people sometimes come for a certain certain goal and he actually has to take a backward step to get there you know sometimes we talk about the pain teacher it'll come at a certain time if you and it'll keep on coming until you listen until you get that lesson so really really important to try and take days off sometimes and to give your body what it wants and what it needs and not what you just want not what you think it needs what it's telling you it needs you know to get out of your head and to listen to your body that's a really important part anyway that's it for today's episode guys and girls as always if you're looking for any help in overcoming a health issue then please do head on over to www.reviveyourself.co you can click on the contact tab there or you can send me an email to ryan at reviveyourself.co and we can discuss how we can help you get back to being the person that you want to be get your, your vitality back your energy back and overcoming the, your health challenges otherwise as I said before there's also our shop at www.reviveyourself.co click on the shop tab and we've got lots of quality products for you to buy there they help you in your in your quest for health um always say it's really if you can buy any of the stuff that we've got in the shop it really helps me keep this podcast going keeps it afloat you know because obviously getting better guests on it gives me it allows me to spend more time on, on the show um and you know it's just a great way of supporting the show and also if you can give us any reviews on itunes five star reviews helps us get the information out to as many people as possible which is always fantastic you know because it means we can affect more change um and yes please keep your eyes and ears open for the book which will be coming out imminently so that's it for this week guys and girls hope you enjoyed the show as always stay happy stay healthy and i'll speak to you soon bye bye if you're struggling with gut issues such as gas, bloating, constipation, diarrhea, indigestion, heartburn, and want to finally be able to eat the foods you love without the crippling after effects, then don't forget to head over to reviveyourself.co and pick up your free copy of the Healing Health Paradigm today. 